This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hi everyone, cool news before we start. We're running another art competition on Twitter and Instagram. We've got four copies of the Wardlings campaign setting to be won, as well as three yearly subscriptions to Sans Pants Plus, where you can get bonus D&D campaigns and a bunch more great stuff. It's easy to enter. Simply create your best D&D is for Nerds inspired artwork and either post it on Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag D&D Nerds Art or email it to us at sanspantsradio at gmail.com. Entries close September 30 and winners are announced October 9. Good luck! Once, many years ago, when the sun still shone brightly, there lived a brave and cunning adventurer named Sir Jordan Grace. Having just saved the town of Ampwick from the great and terrible necro-wizard, he decided to celebrate with his good friends and companions. But, unbeknownst to him, something terrible was awakening deep beneath the earth, and his time in Ampwick was far from over. Welcome to Episode 2 of Fall From Grace, Part 2, The City. Previously. You are here in Ampwick. After a few days ago, you as a group slew the vile necro-wizard Waiter Norton. You are awoken by screams. I'd like to roll out of bed and grab my spear in my hand. There's a lot of rat prints here. It's ruled by a noble aristocrat, Lady Enel, who was appointed by the king. But it's also, it still has a council of elders from when it was part of Blue Beach. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really think we're done here. How can I help you, Sir Grace? Ah, of course, Grace's companions. Yeah, yeah, that's us. You got a uh, city rat, I don't know if this is something every city has. You got a rat catcher, Lady Anel? Yes, she approaches you. She is gorgeous. She's like the figure of nobility. (sighs) You know that she is a distant relative of the king, like a second or third cousin. You can tell that this flesh is the flesh of a long, rotting corpse, but it should have also been under the effects of the preserve body spell. They have contracted us to help them build their new headquarters out here. Headquarters West, they call it. Fellas, now that I've told your story, could you do something for me? So, Grace, you're talking to the builders working on the new Gnomish Headquarters West. I'm currently, I guess, on a a sort of a bit of a quest, you could call it, um, from a fine lady. Would we be helping you on that quest? In many ways, I would say you were. Like Um, uh, almost as if we were a member of Grace's companions. (laughs) You could call yourselves honorary members if you feel like it. They all look a bit chuffed. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, we don't have any jackets, but <laughs> consider yourselves honorary members. Uh, I'm sort of investigating um, some strangulations in the area. The dwarf gets kind of a dark look on his face. Yeah. I, um, I'm aware of them. It's unfortunately not one of those fun adventures with mm. dragons and what have you. No, there's always a bit of danger, though. There always is. Um, took, uh, took old Paul about a month back. Who's that? One of the workmen here. Paul, did you say his name? Paul, P A U L. Oh, Paul, I say. Not Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wishes he was a Paul. <laughs> they all look at uh, a mighty man. <laughs> Almost as big as where? <laughs> Paul Knotts. <laughs> but you're going to be like, they all look at a Paul. Mm. <laughs> to be a Paul. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind me asking, how did he. So strangled? Was there Strangulation, anything. Strangulation, I. Did anybody here see it? Did anybody here find the body? Uh, yeah, uh, 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 old um, old whipping doodle over there. Uh, he gestures to two people: one presumably named Whip, <laughs> one, one named presumably named Doodle. Uh, can I speak to you, fellas? There, I would say both of them are halflings. Okay, so look, they got to look. Hey, it's good that they're that they're working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the two halflings sit with you. I'd like help to, maybe maybe yeah, I'll come in and I'll sit down on like an overturned crate or something. Hi, I'm um I'm investigating some of the, the strangulations in the area. Mm. Um and I heard that you two found the body of Paul. Uh I, I just would love to know what state they his not. body was in. I'm just trying to figure everything out at the moment. Figure out what's causing this. He 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 was very dead when we found him. Yeah, says Doodle. Mm. We um well, yeah, we definitely found a corpse. I'd like to just start describing like the body of Gary and the body of Earp to just see if it if they agree with. The... They shake their head. No, his his head was very intact when we found him. Yeah, when we found that body, his head was very intact. Was there red around his mouth at all? Um, yes, yes, there was awful red marks, mm-hmm. like like he was inflamed or something. Yeah, sure. Thanks very much, guys. You um. And rats. Lots of rats. You got much of a rat problem down at the docks? I mean, I guess that's where the rats come in with the boats, wouldn't it? Not be? rats like that. Yeah. Thanks, gentlemen. Um, Kind of not the question you can ask where you can be like, where are the most rats at the dock? <laughs> but I'll go, to, I'll, I'll leave them at the Gnomish Trading Company and I'll just walk along the docks, kind of just investigating the area. Mm-hmm. I know it was a month ago, but just to see if there's any, I don't know, not suspicious boats. Maybe I go. Can I? Um, is there like a a what? What would you call it? Like a like a ledger that'll show me everybody that's come into the docks recently. Yeah, you can go. There's, there'd be a harbor master. Yeah, I'll you go, can speak I'll, to the harbor master. The harbor master is like a surly, surly looking half elf. Mm. He's got like a long beard and he looks very overworked. Uh, hi, I assume I'm interrupting, but could I have a moment of your time? Yeah, of course. Um. I'm I'm just looking into the people that have come through recently. If I could have a look at your ledger of uh, incomings and outgoings for the, do you have a official? Do you have official town council writ? I don't have town council writ, but I am good friends with the town guard captain. Are you going to try and leverage your position with and uh, and dead? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to make that a persuasion check. I'm good friends with Undead, so... Ooh, bad boy card for me. You do not persuade this half-elf. Come on, Unless you have a writ, 
you will not see this book. <sighs> you're impeding, you're obstructing justice here, buddy, but are we making an intimidation check now? Maybe I, I like, look out of the little Harbour Master's whatever room on the docks and I look back at, like, maybe I can see in the distance the area I would need to go to chat to the council and how long a walk that would be. And I turn back and I'm like, buddy, what's it going to take? So is this an intimidation check? Yeah. He looks at you. He looks up and down. He looks at you in your armour. He looks at the glittering spear on its uh, in its holster. And he says... <laughs> Maybe his eyes dart to the door, the one exit which is behind you, and he says, "All right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go take my break. You can stay here if you want. I'll be my guest. Looks like you've been working hard." He gets up and he leaves. You're doing the right thing. All right, I'd like to open the ledger and try to find incomings and outgoings and see if there's just. I mean, like, hey, I'm no harbor master, so I'm yeah. probably not gonna be able to tell much. But to be like. Any ships from strange foreign shores come in recently or anything like that? You roll and you can't find anything unusual. Okay. There's a lot of trade from Blue Beach coming down here and then going back. And there's a lot of trade out towards the dwarves. And you notice that there are definitely a... You can tell a gnomish ship name when you see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can see that there are maybe a handful of gnomish ships starting from, I would say... Maybe a month and a week ago. Oh, okay. So, like, five weeks ago. Yeah, sure. There would have been, like, maybe three visitations in total. Not a lot. Hmm. Gnomish ship. I like to imagine reading the Gnomish ship name, like I'm tracing it with my finger, and I reach the edge of the page and fold out an extra bit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes down <laughs> around onto the next line. Uh. <laughs> the Gnomish script requires you to write in one straight line, <laughs> but you need to... Fold it, <laughs> curve it like a snake. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, I should probably go meet up with the rest of the gang, see what they have found out. Okay. Put both hands down on the table, close the ledger, leave. Maybe. No, yeah, leave. The half-elf is outside smoking a pipe. Thanks a bunch. He nods. Radio, I'll uh, head back to the tavern, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's, is that, we never really arranged a place to meet. Well, I told them, I sent them to go investigate Earp's sister. Do yeah. I think they'd be done by now? It's been a while. It's been yeah, a few hours. Then maybe I'll head back to the tavern. I'll head back to the tavern and consolidate. All right. You head back to Armourer's Village. Mm. You head back to the, the Axe and Lightning. The yep. Axe of Lightning. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> you want to get that name wrong. The bartender gets really mad when you do. <laughs> the Axe of Lightning. Inside the Axe of Lightning, you see your three companions mm. sitting around a table having a quiet chat. I'd like to slide in and join them. What did you find out? Thudu says. Gosh, a lot. Um, I relay everything I learned. Mm. Um, I specifically to Zin, I'm like, the fine lady in L, she, her brother has been one of the victims and she permitted me to have a look at the body, but look, in a, Zin, I'm not as skilled as you. So maybe I, I've sort of organized it so that if you go, perhaps I'll accompany you. You're welcome to take a look at the body as well. Figure out what you can. Would she permit me to be alone with the body, do you know? She didn't like the idea of me being alone, but you're welcome to try your luck. She okay. seems reasonable. Oh, no, I mean, would I be allowed to go without you? Oh, um, we didn't really discuss it, but I assume it'd be fine. Because I think I might have found a lead as well. Oh, please. Do I, tell. Well, not really a lead, but someone who can help us. 
there's a a, a library around here. Mm-hmm. I I was aware of it for a while, or I have been aware of it for a while. It's staffed only by a a, a human, a, a female, a sage by the name of Anen. She specializes in the study of mythology and the gods, but she's a powerful diviner as well. Okay, fantastic. So she might be able to help us understand what happened. If we can bring her, the more information or the more personal effects we can bring her, the better. Yeah, okay. That we can do. Personal effects of, I, I guess, any of the deceased yes, will probably be useful. to connect her to the scenes, to the person or to the scene of the event. Well, um, G- Gary the... The lame Gary, mm. who is the the brother of um, Lady Anel, he had on him a silver disc with a dragon on it. That's probably a good thing you could, if Lady Anel will let you bring it. Well, yes. Then perhaps we go there first, and then to Anel. Sounds good. Let's uh, let's take Anen. a sorry. No. A, yeah. Well, let's take a moment to try and figure out what what we think we're dealing with here. Okay. I think that's probably worthwhile. Before we get into anything, let's. Let's look at the, I don't know, the information we have. Where leans in? What do we know? We know that we have a series of murders, both, well, two varieties as far as I can see, possibly three. Strangulation, strangulation with some kind of inflammation or poisoning, and a sort of mauling by many animals. Rats found at the scene of all three, Mm. as far as I can tell. Began about a month ago. Thudu, who has a journal that she started mm. after you met her, yeah. that is very similar to yours, is noting all of this down in her one. Yeah. So the we have murders about a month ago, then what seems like possibly a break, and then the murders have started again. Oh, no, no, no. Zinwalin says, we, we've we asked around. We stopped at a few taverns. She yeah. <laughs> looks at Ware, who burps <laughs> loudly. Right. Uh, for work and pleasure, I suppose. Yeah. And spoke to some of the locals. There hasn't been a break. It seems if these strangulations, if they are all connected, they've been going on consistently for about a month. Have they been getting worse? No, it seems pretty consistent. Okay. That's one every few days. Hmm. And whatever this is, or whoever this is, they've not only been attacking nobility, they've been attacking the the, the gentry and peasant folk alike, mm. I mean. There seems to be no real differentiation. Some of the bodies were found in very public places. Yes, that is another great point, Zen. Possibly some kind of... I'd like to flip open my journal. Possibly some kind of invisibility involved or some kind of mind-altering sort of magic. I know that the uh, Helga, she somehow didn't see the body until she was right on top of it. She walked around it Mm. to go. So Thudu pipes mm. up. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this does actually sound a bit like a vampire. Yeah, you're not wrong, Thudu, which is crazy. Let's let's not ignore the fact that your prediction coming true is wild. Zinvalin and Richard Ware, who are not privy to this <laughs> prediction, look a little perplexed, but just go along with it. A vampire. And a vampire, I guess, especially with invisibility, could hide here amongst the town for as long as they liked. Perhaps they arrived a month ago on a ship, one of the gnomish ships, and have been just slowly picking away at the people. The question is, Thudu says, why two people have had their heads basically caved in. You're right, Thudu. That's very strange. Why them? And why rats? I mean, I guess rats are the the sort of creatures of the night of the city, as it were. 
Where shakes his head. Vampires have no control over rats. You have no way to refute that. <laughs> I'd like to, maybe with my quill or whatever I write in my journal with, like, chew it like I'm chewing this pen now and be like, I guess. <laughs> Where continues and says, if you were in the city or she were in the city, be using bats, surely. Yeah. Yes. That's another thing. We should chat to the rat catchers in the city, see if they know anything. I'm going to write down a list of possible... It's also worth noting that this could just be some kind of dark wizard. Just saying. I'm going to write down a list. You all nod. Vampire. Druid slash goblin shaman. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe where is leaning over you while you write that? I'm like, druid, and he's leaning over, and I'm like, slash goblin shaman. (laughs) Wizard. Uh, That's all we have so far. I like how Ware is clearly kept here because he's good in a fight. Yeah, absolutely. But I assume that we all we'd all die for each other. We're we're a tight ride or die, buddies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, let's go. Uh, I suppose. Do we want to go to Enel first, or do we want to go to the library first, or the Ratters? Yeah. Let's. Yes. I reckon Thudu says. I reckon we do Enel. Before we do the library, because we do want that little token. That's true. Good point. Good point, Thudu. All right, we'll go to an L. We'll go to an L. All right. As we're walking there, I'd like to be like, um... Where? Yeah, uh... uh, Okay, so, hey, cards on the table. He looks at you the way a dog might look at its owner when it starts talking. (laughs) Cards on the table. She's very pretty. And she's very lovely. So, um... Oh, <laughs> where says, I know what this is. It, where looks at Zinwalin and Thudu and says, someone's got a crush. Look, all I'm saying is that if everyone could be on their best behavior, I would appreciate it. Thudu and Zinwalin both give you wiry smiles, yeah. but they don't say anything. You're sure they will be on their best I, behavior. Look, the, 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 Even where, at this point, you think you might be able to trust. The request is just not for Thudu Zin. <laughs> I'm just saying it to everyone to be polite. <laughs> All right. So you arrive back at Anel, Lady Anel's compound, and the, the gates are open. Pretty much the guards know you. Mm by sight or whatever. So as soon as they see you approaching, they open the gates and Lady Anel is waiting there. Like, she looks like a painting Mm. standing in the middle of the archway. There's beautiful two figures of a man and a woman, both with swords crossed, carved as the archway's, like, sort of centerpiece. And she stands there... Quite clearly, she's just come from the garden because she has a bouquet of different plants. <sighs> Be still, my beating heart. So, Grace, she drops them and runs to you. I I take her in my arms when she arrives. I've I've brought the wizard, like I said I would. Um, don't worry, we'll stay well away. She nods. You, all four of you, mm-hmm. head down into the crypts. Mm-hmm. And you, Sir Ware, and Thudu maintain a respectful distance mm-hmm. while Zin Walin approaches the corpse and weaves some magic about it. Does she have any magic that can help? <laughs> Damn it, She Zin. casts haste upon the corpse. No. <laughs> Quicker, corpse! She doesn't have any, like, magic that can help, but she does know some incantations to understand things. Yeah, she's just got a better eye for it than I do. Looking over the body... 
She produces the same coin that you pulled out, mm. and she says to Lady Anel, "Is this the symbol of your house?" And Anel shakes her head. No, it's the symbol of a house near us. Okay, physically, I believe that is stolen. Zinvalin looks at you and says, "We don't need the coin then." Okay, it might be important to the event, but no, totally. Yeah. I'd like to. When she's like, "We don't need the coin," then I'd like to like explain myself to Lady Anel. We thought. We, th- we thought we'd bring the coin to a... To she a shakes s- her head. It's okay. I trust okay. you, Sir Knight. Uh, Zinwalin puts the, puts the coin down, back down next to the corpse. And after inspecting the corpse, she turns around and says, yes, it looks very similar to what we found outside of the tavern. I don't know if all of these cases are connected, but these two definitely are. Okay. There's, I don't know, emotion to this, she says. Sure. She gestures at... A bunch of things on the corpse that you don't think you would have ever noticed. And she says, there's aggression, anger almost. Anger and and something else. Something beyond anger. But whatever did this, did it maybe almost even out of spite. Would we? And I can. She gestures to the nose, mouth, and ears, or what's left of them. Yeah. I can see red discoloration there, or red inflammation there. Would we be permitted, I ask Lady Anel, to take like a scrap of shirt or something to our seer or our, or our scryer so that she may be able to discern something? Zinmalin turns around. Anything important to him? Yeah, it doesn't even have to be even. from the body. She nods. Yes, I can go get you some. Thank you. Yeah. She comes back with a, a ring. It cool. was his. It's lovely. Is it lovely? It is. Oh, that's good. I'll that's tell very, her truth. It's, it's very genuinely. Yeah, he was semi nobility. Yeah, and his sister did look after her, so it, it's a nice ring. Yeah, we'll we'll get this back as soon as we're done with it. Thank you. No, no, thank you. All right, let's head to that library. It would be somewhere in the south. It's in. It's around Southgate Market. Okay. So in Southgate Market, you find. The home and personal library of a female sage named Anen. She specializes in, up at the front, there's a big sign written in, probably written in Draconic. It's not even written in common. So <laughs> do you even understand it? I don't think so. You No, you know Draconic. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know a bunch. Oh, that's in Malin. <laughs> you do not know Draconic. <laughs> I was going to say. It's like, that's, all right, that, cool. That's very fun. I don't remember picking it up, but sweet. In Draconic, it says something. And Thudu, maybe, because she's a bit more brash than Zimbalin, yeah. reads the sign out loud. Specializing in mythology and gods. Are you sure she can help us? Zimbalin nods. I don't think anyone else can. Okay. Ding, right. ding, ding, ding. Walk inside. I assume there's a bell. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, like a heavy scent of incense throughout the entire place. This library has no real sense of organization to it. It's just books stacked upon books stacked upon books all over the place. It's an absolute mess. Mm. Navigating through it, though, you see an absolute airiest human being you've ever <laughs> imagined. She has very little flesh to her. Gosh. Um, hello, Anen? Yes. Is she old? She's ancient. Okay. Very, very old. We were wondering. Please, call me. Oh, wait. <laughs> Actually, uh, yes. <laughs> That's fine. Great. I'm Sir Grace. This is my adventuring party. Yes, we... I've heard of you. 
in your visions says so way <laughs> 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 Oh, she's so funny. Just a suit. In your visions <laughs> of us? No, just around down. <laughs> I like to shoot where, like a look, and then not like an angry look, just like a what are you saying? <laughs> we um have come for a vision, as have everyone. Please come with me. Maybe then I give Ware another look like, no, you know what? He was on the money. <laughs> Ware gives you a smug look. <laughs> he doesn't understand what happened. But he knows he's somehow won. Yeah, he knows he has the upper hand inherently. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Like we'll... a dog will know when it has the upper hand. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you go with, uh, with Anen into a back room. You can see from the the dust on the floor, mm. it is quite obvious that Anand does not get a lot of people curious about buying books. It would appear that most people want a vision. Yeah, look, that's fair. <laughs> then maybe her knowing we wanted a vision didn't didn't come from any kind of preternatural ability. <laughs> She's just taken a lucky oh, guess. Oh, no, it definitely, yeah, yeah. You definitely have come here presumably for a vision. Yeah, yeah. You sit down at a circular table. In the center of the table, there's like a, a it's a wooden table. And in the center, there's a bowl, a natural bowl. And in that bowl, there's a, like brackish brown water with like a green film on oh. top of it. It looks absolutely disgusting. She, when all of you are sitting, reaches into it and pulls out three bones. When she pulls them out, the lights, there are like dim candles all throughout this room. When she pulls them out, all of the candles snuff out and you're bathed in like a a low darkness. Do you need the ring, I say? Yes. What do you wish to see? I suppose uh, this person's last moments. She extends her other hand for the ring. Am I blind in the dark? No, no, no. It's okay, dark, cool. but cool. there's like heavy curtains, but you can kind of you're kind of like, getting some light in cool. through them. I put the ring in her hand and sit back. She puts the ring and the bones together in her hands, and maybe you wince at like, uh, gotta get that, <laughs> that yeah, ring. She's got up back. the ring. Cool. She shakes them together and she casts some spell upon all of them. When she finishes, she throws all of it into the air and with four pop, 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 all of them fall into the water. Okay. The moment hangs and then the candles that went out, the smoke, the faint smoke coming off them slowly begins pouring into the bowl in the center of the table and you realize there is more smoke than there has any right to be. The smoke slowly begins to coalesce. And you notice that Anen, the seer, she's like moving her hands in arcane gestures and fashions. And you can see that she's she's like manipulating the smoke with her hands. Eventually, the smoke begins to form into the figure of a human. And then it begins to take on color and aspects. And then it becomes like a smoky facsimile of presumably... Uh, Gary. Uh, Gary, yeah. Gary is skulking out of a building. You see that in his hand he has a small sack and he presses himself up against the wall, keeping the sack tucked near his chest. Two guards walk past. They come out of like nowhere and and materialize as smoke figures. Walk past. One of them says to the other one, did you hear that? I'm certain. I'm certain. Look there, that door isn't meant to be open. They walk past him and then he slowly slides out behind and past them. 
when he gets out into the street, you can see that it's a bit more public now. He be- he begins to adopt a more like casual pose, and he tries to to kind of like mingle in with okay. regular street folk. Then he stops. He jerks, and you see that something it's like a, the the smoke sort of begins to like wrap around him a little bit and when that happens and then hisses like a cat Hiss! what no no oh, no ah! she swats at the smoke and it all disappears the final image is gary reaching up and grabbing at something some smoky figure before him as the smoke is like tendrils begins to reach down at his face. Okay. I assume that didn't go well, I say. I read I read what could be seen in the moment, but something did not want to be seen. Some powerful magic, a shroud, not invisibility. I know what invisibility looks like in a divination. No, this is something else. It's... It's not any magic I've ever seen. Zin Walin leans in and says, When you mean it's not magic you've ever seen, what what exactly do you mean about that? Like a spell you don't know or She shakes her head. No. There is divine and arcane magics. This was neither. I write down new magic in my journal. I could I saw it, and through the vision it struck out at me. I have never known that to happen. The creature, wherever it is, is definitely very alive and awake and was aware that I was scrying upon its its history. It lashed out at me. The creature, it does not use my magic, but it understands arcane magic. Or perhaps it knows many magics. Um, <clears throat> well, we, we thank you for your time. Um, Be careful. Whatever this creature is, it is powerful. I'd like to turn back to the crew. We can handle it. All right, we'll uh, leave and and find ourselves, I guess, in the in the mm. street, in the market. So I I guess whatever we're up against is is a mite more difficult than we sort of first imagined. Not necessarily, Zinwalin says. It's just a mite that we don't necessarily understand. That's true. I You're- wouldn't say that it's too strong. I would say that. Well, you heard the seer. It's a magic that she doesn't understand. What could there that... are many types of magics okay. outside divine and arcane. All right. There is, um, there is the magic of true naming. Sure. It is. You're probably a walking somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a specific destination? Well, we, we might as well head to the rat. What time is it? It's pretty, pretty like. Oh no, it's in the afternoon. Actually, it's not even not even sundown yet. Yeah. Well, we'll It'll head to the, the rat afternoon. catchers then. All right. It whatever it is. It, yes. Sorry. There's. The magic of true names true to understand name, okay. something's not not like title or birth name, but, but the true name. Sort of the true nature of it, would yes, you describe the it? The true like nature that? of okay. the being, yes. There's a magic about that. There's a very abhorrent type of magic known as magic from the realms. Okay. It is the energy that warlocks tap into. Well, warlocks of specific patrons. Okay. A warlock of maybe a patron from the Great Deep, an old one. Sometimes even Fey, a Fey warlock. Mm-hmm. They can tap into this far magic. It is not understand it's it's a strange and, and awful magic, but it is different from Arcane. There is psionic magic, magics of the mind. I'm writing this all down. Magics that creatures like um Elithids practice. Yeah, okay. 
And then there is elemental magic. There's magic of the four elements, earth, fire, air, and water. What of these magics would you suspect was the cause? Which of these magics? I would not imagine elemental magic. There's no such magic that could do what we saw just now. Psionic magic, potentially. Yeah. Their true naming seems... Sort of I would not rule out true naming, right. but it, it it is unlikely, yes. But if you know someone, well, it would be a powerful true namer to understand. Do you think that whoever we were trying to scry would would have been able to recognize us th- through the... This is something I should have asked the old woman. Seer. Yeah. Uh, well, too late now. <laughs> it might have. Yeah. If it understands arcane magic, perhaps it even knows some arcane spells and can scry us back. Well, that is a worry, but it would be nice to see whatever this is face-to-face. Of course. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Also, hey, D&D is fun, but if you're wishing that you could hear questions that no one ever thought to ask about pop culture you only kind of know, then do I have news for you. Plumbing the Death Star is a show by Zamet, Dusher, and Jackson, where they, as my dad calls it, make a living while being a drain on society, like you, Adam. So, if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad doesn't believe in entertainment, then head on down to sanspantsradio.com and search for Plumbing the Death Star. Well, let's... There are, of course, other types of magic that I do not know. So, it could be something else more. For sure. You head to the South Ratter. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a, a big, like, warehouse-type building. There's South Radder written in cursive out the front, and the door is slightly ajar. Inside, you can hear swearing. Not like like, like someone angry swearing. <laughs> I'd like to give everyone a look like, ooh, and then... <laughs> the door opens, and the most flustered human being you have <laughs> ever seen is standing there. The Ratter, first off, smells like rat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, he's wearing clothes that are stained in rat shit mm-hmm. and blood. 
partially as well. You can see that he's nursing his arm and hand, which have bite marks all over them. I just don't know if that's unusual. Can I help you? Um, Sir Grace, uh, Knight yes, of the yes. Realm. Well, we've been investigating some... Wait, s- wait. I, I know you. Do you? Yes. Your, your Grace's companions. Sir Richard Ware leans in and says... The light of the the light of the king. <laughs> <laughs> He's always preferred that one. <laughs> it makes us equal, doesn't he? You know? <laughs> well, the light of the king is the one that you got through him because he's very close to the king. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> ah, I love him. Uh, yeah, yes, that that's us. Correct. Well, we were wondering if you could help well, us on our quest. Well, you can help me, yes. Okay, that's not what I asked, but go on. <laughs> I've got a rat problem. Right, I think the whole city does. Voodoo. Laughs like can't contain it. Shush. Yes, and there's a great deal rat, a great deal of many rats in the basement. Okay, we can help you with rats. That's. I'd like to turn to them all and be like, rats, guys. <laughs> They're like rats, <laughs> rats. I remember mean, rats. Remember rats. Oh, rats. Oh, maybe we push past him in our reverie. <laughs> there are cages all over the place, filled with many, many rats. They're all screaming. You don't know rats very well, but these rats look simply uncontainable. They are in an absolute fury. Every single one of them is trying its darndest to get out of their cages. They're gnawing. They're slamming themselves against the cages. Several of the cages that have not been weighed down. And you can see makeshift weights on several of the cages. Some of the cages that haven't been weighed down are like, bang, bang. Bang, bang, <laughs> like slowly moving across the floor as the rats within them slam against them. You can see this impulse or this, th- these rats are acting not in self-interest. Several of them are literally killing themselves doing this. I'd like to turn to the rat catcher. I don't the know. The rat catcher looks at you like, yeah. <laughs> so this is unusual. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would say this is unusual. I just wanted to check. I don't know rats. In the basement, several of them have gotten loose. They did this. He holds up his arm Uh or what's left of his mangled arm. His pinky and ring finger are bent at an odd angle that they should not be bendable at. You can see that his thumb is mostly bone at this point. And there is exposed, like you can see through an artery in his arm, his heartbeat. You should see a cleric, I say. Dude peels off and says, I'll deal with this, man. <laughs> oh, well, it's just rats. How hard could it be? We'll head into the basement. All right. If, well, before we go that, I'd be like, if we take care of your rat problem, will you help Whatever. us out? Whatever okay. you want. Yeah, great. Just wanted to double check. I'll carry your bags if you want. <laughs> okay, Whatever. Cool, we'll head down into the basement. Without Thudu, you, Zinmalin, and Richard Ware head down into the basement. Mm-hmm. So, time to fight some rats. I know. Oh, as you so head toward, as you take a step down into the basement, all three of you look at each other when you hear a yell Let me out, 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 okay. let me out. What in the gods is that sound? Do any of us have a light? Uh, is it dark in here? Zinbulin holds up her hand and an orb of light appears in her hand. Okay. She casts light. Can we see anything? Yeah, any you people? can see, a, a, well, no lo- well, now a, like a shadowy set of stairs yeah. going down to an open doorway. <laughs> let me out, 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 let me out. If that's a rat, I say to them, I'll shit. You take another step down 
the yelling continues. Zin Malin stops. Where, who was maybe up the back, bumps into her. And she says, wait a minute. Can you hear it? You stop and you listen very intently. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. You realize that the sound is not audible. What you're hearing is a projection into your mind. Oh, no. I would like to whip out Cinder and hold it very tightly. Um, well, okay. Maybe this is more than just rats. Let's proceed with caution. Thudu appears at the top of the stairs. Uh, I've got a, I've got an, uh, 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 I have a problem up here. Yes, I'd like to turn up to Thudu. Um, uh, 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 the, the ratter, he attacked me. Okay. I killed him. Okay. I will, look, let's, okay, let's take Thudu this. Thudu is covered in a lot of blood. Let's take this one step at a time. Uh, you notice specifically there's a lot of blood on Thudu's boots. I will go up to Thudu. What exactly Thudu happened? Thudu gestures. You look inside. Now the top room, you can see the ratter is lying slumped against the wall with Thudu's axe in his head. There are several open rat cages and rat corpses all about. I tried to kill a bunch of them, but so yeah. what happened was he went crazy a little bit. Right. I was trying to heal him, and then he started opening rat cages. Okay. I asked him to stop, and when I grabbed him, he struck me. You did the right thing. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, okay. Now that you're up the top of the stairs, you re- No, actually, you would have noticed immediately. Yeah. When you get to the top of the stairs, let me out, let me out, let- It just cuts off suddenly. Okay, so we- I'd like to look at the corpse and be like- we have a problem of our own, Thudu. Please. I'd like to take Thudu beyond the threshold. Thudu involuntarily shudders when she goes down like a couple of steps. Is that is that is that being said? What's going on? No, I don't think so. I think it's being projected into our minds. Which I can't explain. But it's kind of our duty to head down there and find out exactly what it is. Zin Wulin, who was inspecting the corpse. Stands up. She gestures to the body. Um, I don't know if you want to look at it now or later, but I do have some things immediately I would like to show you. Please. You walk over to Zinwalin, kneel down near the corpse, and she gestures to his face, which is contorted in like a, a picture of rage, yeah. which is not too unlike what he looked like when he opened <laughs> yeah, the door. Yeah. But... When she gestures to the face, she also opens his eyes, and you can see, like, a red ring around his pupil. Uh, That is what happens to someone's eyes when they are slain while under the effects of a dominate spell. Okay. So, that either means, and I can't believe I'm saying this, the rats did it, or we are not alone. Everyone draws their weapons. Doo-doo out of the corpse. (laughs) If you are here, show yourself. A tremendous crashing sound is heard downstairs. And then you hear lots and lots and lots of tiny feet moving upstairs. Let me out, 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 let me out. Oh, no. (laughs) Bursting out of the lower doorway, rats, <laughs> hundreds 
and hundreds of rats. Fuck. Each ra- um, Actually, you know what? We'll leave that to the rounds of combat <laughs> that we're about to get into. Oh, no. Because the rats have an interesting feature. Do they? <laughs> I am afraid. A swarm. Not just one, not just ten, not just twenty, not even a hundred, but maybe a thousand Jesus. rats pour up the stairs and out into the room. Every single one of them screeching into your mind. Let me out, let me out, let me out, let me out, let me out. And let's go to initiative. Okay. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's the rats' turn first. Okay, good. And. Oh, um. Yeah. Yes. Mm, never mind. We'll come back to that. What? What? Okay. Oh, no. So, first things first. One, two, three, four. I need to randomly pick one of you. Two, it's Thudu. Thudu's got this. She's tough. She's tough as a piece of mutton. That's what we say. Thudu from somewhere behind you, Sir Grace, gives a cry of surprise. Not pain, but surprise. Mm. Then the rats swarm at you. When they hit you, you realize that all of them are giving off a faint illumination. And you realize you can see all of their... Every single one. Every single one of these rats has its brain exposed. And the exposed brain is shedding light. Exposed, exposed? Exposed is in open to the elements. Okay. Okay, and all right. The rats swarm you, and you are bit a thousand different times. God damn. Uh, you take... Just touch their exposed brains, everybody. <laughs> what happened? You take uh, 16 points of damage. All right. Okay. It's and just rats. Then it is your turn, sir, Grace. Um. Okay. I would like to. I guess just. St- 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 I gotta. I feel like I gotta do like as much damage to an area, but I guess that's not really an option, is it? In three point five, yes. In three point five, a swarm. You had to use an AOE spell, otherwise it actually didn't work. Gosh. Swarms in three point five were immune to spells that uh, affected only an individual creature All or right, attacks. I, I will just try to pierce two rats. Two of the thousands. All right. Or you as get, many rats as I can. You can attack twice. So yeah. you attack, you bring your spear down to bear mm. and launch it into the swarm of rats twice. Both times <sighs> you hear squealing <sighs> and squeaking. Are you using one hand or two? Um, I'll use two. Two? Yeah. All right. You deal 11 and then eight points of damage back. As you skewer rats with cinder. Cinder, when you draw and use it, you can see along its length little red cracks appear. The um uh, <laughs> the the gaps where heat would issue forth yeah. if this weapon were a light. Yeah. You're not sure whether or not the name Cinder yeah. is, <laughs> is in some way. A, uh, yeah. meant, meant means something else. Like <laughs> <laughs> ascribed some meaning to it or accidentally enchanted it. Either way, the effect is the same. And you deal in total 19 points of damage to the swarm of rats, killing them by the dozen. However, there are thousands of rats. Every time you kill a rat, so many more appear. It is Sir Richard Ware's turn. You hear behind you, crack, 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 (laughs) of him 
cracking his knuckles and drawing his greatsword peace ruin. Ah, great. Great. That's just him as a man, peace ruin. (laughs) He swings once and twice, bellowing in rage, like a fury, like a (laughs) barbarian-esque type of rage. Like a barbaric yell. Yeah, Yeah, some might describe it. Peace ruin cleaves through them. He deals, uh, that will be 10 points of damage in his first swing. And then, mm, plus six, 10, 13 points of damage in his second swing. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. If you would destroy, oh, wait, they're resistant. You only did half of your damage. They're resistant to what? We- uh, bludgeoning, <laughs> piercing, and slap. Yeah, they're resistant oh to your weapons. Fuck. So you actually only did nine, and he actually only did 11. Uh, yeah, you both slew off a great deal many rats, but there's just there's so, so many. many of them. Ware laughs. He, he He's routinely, it. Yeah, he routinely just kind of enjoys his job. You yeah, know? for sure. It's Zin Walin's turn. She backs up, swearing loudly, and she will cast... Maybe she casts Cloud of Daggers. Ah, uh-huh, clever. Yeah, Except she, they're immune to daggers. She casts... Oh, wait. Zin, you fool! Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah. Actually, wait, she should roll the no. No, unf- uh, no unfortunately she That's doesn't That's fair. Know. She's got no clue. She flicks a silver dagger into the center of the... No, a sliver of glass into the cool. center of the group, reaching into a component pouch. The sliver of glass, as it streaks towards the rats, it splits into two. Then those two split into two. Then those split into... And again and again and again, until some might say a cloud of daggers <laughs> slice through the rats. They scream and screech, but she does not kill a lot of them. No. Okay. Zinwalin looks in dismay as she deals a paltry four points of damage. God damn. God damn. It it had no effect, she <laughs> says. It had zero effect. Thudu hefting her axe says, Oh, this'll hurt. <laughs> it just won't, Thudu. We gotta think outside the box. Thudu casts also a spell. She casts bless upon all of you, and you feel the power of her gods enter you. You feel the strength of the dwarven kings, the intellect of the dwarven mages, and you feel the as drunk as the dwarven <laughs> heroes. <laughs> as drunk. Why? <laughs> um. Whenever you make an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, you can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack or oh, saving cool. throw. Yeah, so basically you roll a d4 and add it on. So that was Thudu. Oh, was that? Yeah, that was her action. Mm-hmm. So she wades into the fight so that she's on the front line as well, but that's her turn. Then the rats. Then the rats once again. I get us. The rats try to swarm where, but he digs Peace Ruin into the ground in front of him and tears floorboards out of the <sighs> ground, That's great. making a trench in front of him that the rats pile into instead. <sighs> rats attack you, and as they charge you, Peace Ruin barrels past <laughs> in front, creating a trench in front of you as well. Much appreciated. Then it is your turn, Sir Grace. 
Okay, I'd like to quickly glance around to see. Obviously, this is a rat catcher. He has rat-killing implements. Does he have any poisons or f- anything like that? There's a big set of rats. Sorry, there's a big set of rats. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello, they say. <laughs> One of us tells only truth. The other only lies. No, there's a big set of racks and on which you can see thousands, not thousands, but dozens of rat traps. Okay. You can also see a table where um, industrial gnome-grade rat poison <laughs> boxes uh, uh, lie. There's quite a few of those. The bo- some of the boxes are open, some of the boxes are closed. Um, I would like to pull out my longbow and fire at one of the boxes. All right. Wait, if we inhale rat poison, will we be okay? No, we'll be fine. I remember reading about how rat poison works. Mm-hmm. It's got something to do with what rats can't digest. Oh, yeah, rat poison... It's, it, like, clogs up their blood, basically. Yeah. yeah. Did you know, fun fact, that rat poison works because rats can't throw up? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. They can't get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. That's why if you give a person rat poison, it can't kill us because we throw it up. Yeah. All right, well, I'll stab my spear into the ground, whip my bow out, poof, plug one of the rat poisons. All right. You plug the rat poison, you get a critical hit, which is kind of irrelevant on the crate. <laughs> but we'll say that the effect is that the, the crate explodes. It's actually a... It's actually made of pellets, but somehow with your bow, with the critical hit, I'll say that's what it does. It like, it, it powders, it turns a bunch of it into powder and the powder lands upon the rats. The rats uh, do not appreciate that and they're going to take 3d6 poison damage. I'll take it. They take 10, 15 points of damage. Good, 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 good. However, you have destroyed the. I'll say. I'll say there were two open boxes. Yeah. You're not sure how full they are, and one closed sealed box. Yeah. You have broken open that sealed box. Okay. Rats start. Oh no, they don't start puking. <laughs> Rats start collapsing all over the place, and Zinwalin vomits. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. She looks up at you with a bit of drool coming out of her mouth, with a not a happy look on her face, but she she's like, I get it. Uh, yeah, she's like, all right, fine. I might start saying pull back because there are just so many rats. All right, pull you back, start, pull back. Do you also pull yeah, back? Yeah, I start moving towards the exit all of the right. rat. Where gets in a couple, or he tries to hit a couple times before he starts moving back. He only gets one, like his his first swing gets into uh, like a big mass of rats and he cuts like 20 rats in half. Hell yeah. His second swing though, the rats have learnt to avoid peace ruin and they dart out in all directions whenever the sword comes near them. His first attack deals seven points of damage. Cool, 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 cool. That's all right. And then he starts pulling back as well. Zin Walin keeps, uh, oh, I know she needs to make a concentration check. Ah, that's fine. Yeah. Zinwalin keeps the cloud of daggers, the glass shards in place, and they keep churning through, uh, through the rats, rats. Turning them into a delicious rat slurry. Of course. Mm. She deals six points of damage. Mm. And she, well, that's just maintaining that spell. She can yeah. cast another one. Which she will. What's she going to cast? What is good against rats? Uh, she hurls an orb of acid. Mm. At clever. When she reaches out with her hand, there's like a just like dripping, drooling acid in it. And Gross. she throws that. The acid splashes all about, and it looks like it makes short work of quite a lot of the rats. Well, it doesn't do as well. <laughs> uh, well, maybe it doesn't at all. 
Look, oh well. it, it's not like it does no damage. One cluster of rats, and they are divined, divided into clusters, takes eight points of damage. Okay. But the other one is, is unaffected. It's fine. All right. That's, yeah, okay. Oh. Are rats uh, weak against acid? No, they're not weak against <laughs> but it's not good for them. That's good. Rats burn, sizzle, rats collapse of poison, and rat, like, chunks <laughs> made by peace <laughs> ruin litter the floor. Gross. Then, that was in Berlin. Oh, and she backs up as well. Thudu. Oh, wait, I forgot to add. The D4. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't need to yeah. roll, but... So, where's second attack would have also hit, but it did not do a lot of damage. <laughs> but it's a bit more hey, we'll damage. we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he does an extra four points of damage. And then, as Thudu's backing up, she... Are any of you wounded? Yeah, you're wounded. Yeah. So, Grace, you feel a hand upon your back as Thudu channels healing energy into Much you. appreciated. You recover six hit points. Cool, 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 cool. And she backs up as well. It's the rat's turn. The rats. Oof, 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 oof. I know there's like so many powers these rats have yet to use. Mm-hmm. It's the feeling I get. So far they've just used the powers a basic rat has, not a brain rat. The rats screech into your mind. Uh, so Grace, it feels like every single rat before you all at once tries to overwhelm your mind with a cacophonous din of noise. You, thankfully, with the blessing upon you, you're able to throw off the effects, but you feel like your brain is exhausted. Oh, my God. Then the other group of rats try to do the same to Sir Richard Ware. Oh, no. His brain is like party. (laughs) The famously... Hard-minded Richard Ware. <laughs> he is stubborn, maybe. Well, he would have failed if not... Oh, wait. No, he, <laughs> he would have failed if also not for the blessing. Okay. Thankfully, and that is all the rats do. They seem to be concentrating telepathy God. onto both of you. God, what even? Then right. it is your turn, Sir Grace. Um, I would like to... Can I I would say Zinvalin, who is at the back of your formation, is at the door okay. right now. Cool. If can I get Zin to open it and we barrel outside? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, that'll be on her turn. Though. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. What I'll wait. I'll uh, on my turn. I'll uh, maybe I'll fire an arrow at another one of the poison boxes. All right. Just to kind of thin them out a little bit. You Boom. strike the poison box and highs or lows. Highs. You strike the poison box. However, unfortunately, it looks like the box was definitely not as mm, full as previous. It's it still scatters a bunch of poison about, though. Yeah. But it only deals one point of damage. Ah, well, okay. You can't win them all. The rats do look like they're beginning to thin out, though. Okay. It looks like you have the upper hand. You don't feel like... You feel like this is a fight you could win. Okay. Well, then, maybe if I've realized that, I'll be like, maybe don't fall back. Defend the door. Defend the town. Where grips the sword tight, and he yells, For Ampwick! <laughs> You gotta have that classic adventurer loyalty to whatever town you're in. <laughs> I would die for Ampwick. Even with the blessing, Ware's first attack does not hit any of the rats. They are very wary of his blows. Mm. Wait, no, holy shit, he's really good at fighting. <laughs> no, he's fine. <laughs> oh my god, he, he kills a lot of rats this day. Fuck. He does six points of damage on his first swing. And then five points of damage on his second swing. 
So Richard Ware, huffing and puffing, kills the last of these <laughs> strange rats. <sighs> you okay, Dicky? Uh, yes, 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 I am. Okay, Dicky, that's a good name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. None of us expected that, but we're all okay. No rats got out. I'd like to bend down and pick one up. All right. So it looks, for all intents and purposes, it looks exactly like a regular rat, except where there should be skin and skull and sinew and others over its domed head, there is instead just like a cutaway and the brain of the rat is kind of bulging outwards. It looks like the brain is swelled to an unnatural degree. It's literally like sitting like a muffin top on, <laughs> on the rat's head. Do um, I'd like to, with it clasped in my hands, be like, Zin, do you, have you ever? Zin has a close look at it and she says, I have never seen such a creature before. Um, I, I'd like to take a brief glance just to make sure that every single rat here is one of these brain rats. Oh, when you kill the last of these strange brain rats, yeah. all the regular rats in cages calm down. Mm. What are these strange brain rats and where do they fit into the larger mystery? Find out next time on Fall from Grace Part 2, The City. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not of not, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.